start off with a video here. Someone sent me this. Told me not to watch it till uh not to watch it beforehand. Let's watch it live. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. I don't know if you guys figured out what that is. That's a lady. It took me a second to figure out what's going on there. That's a lady snoring. Dude, I didn't know girls can... It's called airplane... What is that called? Airplane snore or something? Dude, I didn't know girls can snore. What? I don't know why. I thought only guys could snore. Am I... What, am I crazy out here? Am I crazy? Ooh. That might be one of the least attractive things. All right, that's probably up there with... What would be above... All right, the least attractive thing a girl could ever do would probably be toss a dip. Like tossing chewing tobacco. I've seen it done. I've seen it done. It's kind of hilarious because it's so unexpected. But it's the number one. That's probably number one least attractive thing a girl could do. I Snoring might be number two, dude. I didn't know that. Ooh. Ooh. And she had a bad one, too. She sounds like, yeah, she sounds literally like a helicopter, like a propeller. So, okay, great video. Um... <laughs> This video, I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess this is sent, this is related to my snoring incidents. And I'll tell you, my snoring is, I mean, if that's a, if hers is an airplane, mine would be a space shuttle hitting a, a sun full of chickens. That would be what mine sounds like in comparison. Like I, I've heard recordings, Jen's recorded my snoring and played it back for me. And I think, well, I need to not just go to a doctor. I need to go to a, a priest. I need to I need to get exorcismed or whatever it's called exercised dude get this I got a demon in my throat I got some kind of sleep demon every night going cocks cocks <laughs> remember that remember how like in those exorcism movies right Emily Blunt or what was it Emily Blunt <laughs> yeah of Emily Blunt was it Emily Rose or something like that and they always just yell the most obscene shit at the priest. They're like, you cock. You motherfucker. I always wonder, even if the devil was doing most of those, I wonder if she slips in one of her own. You know what I mean? Because you kind of got carte blanche. Now, let's just say, right, okay, you're possessed, okay? Let's say you get possessed. Sucks. But things happen in life. You wake up one day. Shit. Shit. I got possessed. I don't know how I got it. Maybe it was that I didn't put a band-aid on that wound. It got in. I'm possessed now. And then people start to find out. And now, yes, the annoying part is, the yeah, the devil is going to be speaking through you a lot of the time. And saying like, ah, shit, fuck you. Fuck it, right? But the upside is you can slip in whenever you want. You can, because you go, I'm, I'm possessed. Oops. Wasn't me. It was the devil. You're a stupid idiot, right? And they're like, that's mean. You go, wasn't me. That was Satan. Or the whatever the other demons are that are inside me. I'm possessed. I can't believe people actually believe that shit. Like, honestly. Honestly. You think, you think that the devil actually went into a person? Why? Why would the devil go into a person? No one asks why. In these that's how This is how we separate the bullshit... From the real is start asking why not just what okay so they tell us there was a time there's a period in time where devils used to just come up and go into people and possess them 
why? All right, even if you're the devil, let's say you're the devil. And the only thing I can think is if you're sick of being in hell, like it's got to be so hot, right? And you're like, oh, I just need a break from hell. Um, the best way, I mean, it's going to be pretty, I, I want to be low key about it though. Cause I can't, you know, you don't want to pull a Ted Cruz <laughs> call back. <laughs> um, you know, you can't just abandon hell, you know, you're sort of the leader. And then if, you know, if your constituents in hell, so you, you know, you're up just walking around on the beach to be like, what the, fu- what the hell is he doing? We're not supposed to leave. Excuse the pun. So anyway, you escape, right? So devil, you, you're like, Maybe you're like, I want to go up to earth for a bit. It's so hot. I just need a little bit of a break. And the only, the best way is me. I just hop into a person, use their body for a bit, whatever. Then I could kind of understand. I would understand them from the getting possessed perspective. Because you'd be like, oh, geez, the devil just needed to have a vessel to come around here, walk around, go to a baseball game. You know, the huge, get a corn dog. That's what I would love to see is the a possession that like a dude, this would be a great movie. It's called mundane possession where the devil possesses you, but he doesn't really do like he just, he comes up with all these plans and then he just turns into a lazy piece of shit. Like the rest of us, <laughs> what if the devil came up and he's like, yeah, I'm going to do a bunch of evil shit when I get up there, I'm going to take over Emily's body. And then he gets up. He's like, fuck, look at this Netflix. This, this is pretty lit. <laughs> And then he just sits around and watch Netflix. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so fucking stupid. But anyway, that's where I would understand a little bit for why he's going into people's bodies. But even then, let's say the, the devil just needed a vacation. And that's why he's possessing people. He doesn't have to be a dick about it. Like, he doesn't have to be yelling at people. Like, yeah, yeah, fuck you. All that type of stuff, right? So, again, none of it makes sense. And that's why I go... I can't believe people actually believe that because obviously what happened was I'm sure some, some girl lost her mind. People lose their minds. And because back in the day, the only explanations for anything was demons. That's what they attributed it to. I mean, back in the day, there was just no explanation for anything. So if something bad happened, you go, well, that's the devil. And then you see a double rainbow and you go, that's Jesus. And that's it. Even if, dude, even if, like, there was a good year for, like, bread, like, wheat crops, you'd be like, that's Jesus, thank you very much. Because we don't know how science works. We don't have cell theory. And so we just attribute everything to a higher power. So then, yeah, of course, your sister starts going banana shit one day, loses her mind. Who knows why? And you're going to be like, I think the devil got her. Or maybe she was just an asshole. That would be hilarious, too. What if they... (laughs) What if they we saw real footage of an exorcism, like a possession, and you're like, oh no, she just she's just a Karen. <laughs> Maybe all of these Karens that we have nowadays were actually back in the day, that's what people thought was possessed. And because they couldn't there was no managers at retail outfits outlets for them to ask to see, they would just ask to see, like, let me see the priest. I'd like to file a formal complaint. Dude, this is the dumbest thing I've ever talked about, but it's important. So anyway, I don't even know how the hell we're talking about that. But uh, yeah, I guess the the message there is don't get possessed, right? And if you do, keep it to yourself. And you know what? You should feel a little bit honored in a weird way. It sucks. Yeah, it does suck. 
but there's only like one, one, what, one Satan, that's it. And he chose you. I mean, it's kind of a compliment. He chose your body to use for a bit. That's kind of cool. He learned how to, and if anything, if he gives your body back, you're way more flexible. The one girl walked down the stairs backwards with her leg. Like imagine the flexibility you would retain from that. So anyway, I'm just trying to look on the bright side of life out here, you know, and that's really what you need to do when we in our focus group and our support group for people who have been possessed. We say, look at the bright side. You know, now you're you got to get a lot of swear words out of your system. You became more flexible and, you know, you got to meet a lot of cool new people. So don't get possessed. That's all I'm saying. And I, I hope that's why you guys tuned in is for tips like that about maybe some of you were thinking about doing it. And then you're like, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of implications for that. So anyway, um, I don't even know how we got onto that from after the snoring thing, but whatever, dude, we just flow. We flow on this podcast and we just go where the winds take us. Now, here's another thing. I was watching American Idol last night, American Idol. And what I realized was it's kind of a gross show. Now, it is very entertaining, but I what I realized was the concept is kind of gross because here's why. There's people on that show undoubtedly talented. That's apparent. The talent is obvious, but they're selling people on a premise that this show can launch their singing career. And because that means so much to someone, they're able to sort of play on those emotions and man, I don't want to say manipulate, but they're definitely exploiting people's, um, you know, dreams and aspirations. And they're exploiting this common dream that all these people have to make television. And so that's where it's not completely, I mean, there is, they are giving some opportunity. So it's not completely like they're not lying, but it's not completely honest either. I mean, they're taking these young kids who dream about being a famous singer. And here's what the thing is that you have the those judges, right? So you got Lionel Richie, you got Katy Perry. Shit, I can't remember what the other guy's name is. I like him though. He's he seems cool. The other guy, shit. Hold on, let me look this up. There it is. Thanks, Google. Luke Bryan. By the way, they should bring up they should bring back Paula Abdul. Do you remember that? The original. Oh my god, the original lineup. Paula Abdul, Randy Jackson, and Simon. Cowell. Okay, I got a couple things to say real quick, and I'm going to get back to the American Idol, my theory on this in a second. Number one, this is why Simon Cowell is so smart, because here's where the money is in TV. The money is in coming up with a format for a television show and then licensing it out. That's where you make all the money. So that's exactly what Simon Cowell did, was he came up with these concepts of shows that he knew could be universal international and then he makes a shitload on licensing the formats out so think about what he did singing competition smart as shit because then you go and you sell that show the format to every single country so they had like american idol iran american idol peruba american idol antarctica right he makes money on all that shit and it's because he made a replicable model for that so fucking smart then he's got america's got talent which i actually think started as Britain's Got Talent, one or the other. Same exact same thing. He creates the format and then licenses it out. So he builds a show up basically to the point where it's successful, proof of concept, and then he licenses it out to other countries, other stations. And it's so smart. And that's why he chooses shows like that. Anyway, I just I've I've seen that side 
And when you realize that the money, that's where the money is in TV, is coming up with a format that you can license out to people, and you realize that's exactly what he's done, so smart. He is a smart cookie. So I'm impressed, man. Anyway, that's why he's rich as shit, if you're ever wondering, okay? Now, here's why the show, to me, is a little bit, and it never occurred to me until I watched it last night. It suddenly hit me. It's a little bit based on dishonesty. And the judges, what I'm saying is you got Lionel Richie, you've got Katy Perry, and you've got Luke Bryan. They know, and this is where it gets kind of squirrely to me, because they know of anyone that the odds of making it as a singer for what these people's aspiration is, is almost zero. Now, here's where I'm going to preface this, though, because... I don't think I hate when people talk in those terms. Like when they, when you'd want to do something and people just go like, well, the odds aren't very good. It's that's so irresponsible and it's a negative and powerless way to look at stuff. Right? So for instance, when you just go, Oh, your odds of making the NHL are one in a million. Okay. But was that Sidney Crosby's odds? No, his were a hundred percent. So it's not, it's a, it's a dumb way to look at life It's just to go, here's what I want. Here's how many people have been able to get it divided by the number of people who said that they wanted that. So those are my odds. It's dumb because you shift the odds in your favor, depending on your talent, on your action, on the things you do. So to act like it's just a static number because of the universe is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So that's why I wanted to clarify that when I say that, because what I'm saying is these judges, it's not that they, they know not just the odds because they're powerless, but they know that the vast majority of these singers are not going to be able to get through that industry machine that creates those type of singers. So you got someone like Katy Perry, right? That's she's a product of the industry and there's very specific things. Most likely I don't even know I'm not in the music industry, but she would have an inside look as to what, what works, what doesn't, who gets chosen, who doesn't and how she would see the high behind the scenes, all that stuff. And she knows that it's not going to work for the vast majority of people. And what I'm saying is the judges are pretending that this career is contingent just on their singing talents. And that's where it's dishonest because they're stringing people along because they're very good singers and they're extremely talented, but they're dangling this carrot of a tremendous singing career, which is not the same thing. Does this make sense? What I'm saying you can be extremely talented, but it doesn't mean that there's you're going to be Katy Perry at the end because there's so many other things involved with that. That's all I'm trying to say. But they they pretend like they're pretending, oh, if you just sing good enough, if you're just talented enough, you'll be like us. Okay, there it is. I finally found my thesis. The judges and the show is predicated on the fact that they're saying if you're just talented enough, you can be like one of us. You can be like Lionel Rich. You can be like Luke Bryan. You can be like Katy Perry. And it simply isn't. It's not true. Not from a pessimistic standpoint, but because there's so much other work you would have to do. And it's not based on just talent. You've seen how many talented people go through that show every year and you never hear of them again. So, you know, what I should say is that it's not true, not because it's not possible, but because it takes more than that. That's what I'll say. So they're acting like it's just the talent component that will give you the career. But there's a lot more that you can do. But you have, anyway, that's all I'm trying to say. So it's kind of exploitative to me, if that's even a word. Exploitative? Exploitative. You know what I'm saying. Because, they're yeah, like I said, they're dangling this carrot in front of these people. They're pretending that they just have to sing and be good. And they're going to, you know, blow up. 
And really, it's not about that. I mean, nowadays you just gotta you gotta come up with like a WAP, <laughs> like a song like WAP, right? So anyway, I, it's, it occurred to me last night, and I don't know I don't know why I suddenly had that realization. I think maybe it's from being in show business myself, maybe from realizing like as a comedian, I've seen it in comedy where you have to be talented. That's a prerequisite, but to get to the like to go global and to go huge. That's not the only requisite. You also need to, at this day and age, be able to do social media. You need to be able to um, promote your, like all these other things that are wrapped up into it. So um, it's interesting, dude, when I saw that, I just had that realization last night because I feel bad. I feel like some of the, some of them really, you know, they get their hopes up and you're chasing your dream and they're going, you're going to the next round and you think I'm that much closer, but I don't know. Are you? I mean, either way, it's exciting. And look, you can still win the competition and you can become the next Ruben Stutter, dick. I wonder what he's doing. I wonder what that guy's up to. And I guess, to be fair, to play devil's advocate, this like this episode is like an episode of debaters with myself. Um, To be fair, there has been people who've parlayed that American Idol success, like win into a huge career. Carrie Underwood, she didn't even win. But that's what I'm saying. So she didn't win, but she had something else. She figured out another way to still be successful. So some of them, some of them definitely figure out Kelly Clarkson, obviously. Um, Daughtry, pretty good. There's a few of them. There's a few of them who've turned it out. And you know what? Here's the other thing too, is it is exciting and it is, you know, it's a proud thing, I think for your family to watch you move up and progress through, you know, a national competition like that. Dude, we don't have anything like that in Canada anymore. We used to have Canadian Idol. I wonder what happened with that. I think we might've even, I don't know if we ever had Canada's Got Talent. The problem is we're so small. You forget how few people we have. Like we need, we need a lot more people like that's why the U.S. has these shows. And, yeah, I guess you can't really. Canadian Idol, they were able to replicate. But, yeah, Canada's got talent. I don't know. We might not have. It's Everyone's too fucking spread out, too. Like, the U.S., you can literally just drive from city to city. And uh, Canada, dude, it's like. all right. That's part of, like, being on the road up here as a comic, too. It's just be like, all right, park, point your car west and go drive for nine hours. That's where your show is. So. Yeah, anyway, it's interesting, man. And you might not agree with that. I don't know. I'd love to know what other people's thoughts are or think about it through that lens. Maybe I'm crazy when you watch American Idol. But here's the thing. That show is still good. Dude, that show is still entertaining. And that shows the genius of that format. I personally find the opening... um, The opening auditions to be the best part. When you, because it's such a wild card, right? You get the good ones and the bad ones. It's funny. It's funny for me to see, funny for anyone to see the people who are so delusional, right? And they're like, I'm the best. <laughs> right? They're like, I'm the best singer in my whole town. And they're like, okay, here's how you know someone's not going to be good when they proclaim it off the top. Never set your expectations. Dude, set the expectations low and then wow them. Don't go in there like you see the people that go in there like, I'm, I'm about to blow your mind. And you're like, okay, man. Right? And then they step up. They're like, in the arms of an angel, may my home be free. <laughs> but that person genuinely thinks they're a good singer. And I don't know how you could still mess that up nowadays, given we have microphones and recording devices. 
I mean, I could see back in 1950 when you can't record your own voice. But how could you be delusional and think you're a good singer when you can't you just record yourself singing and then listen to it and go, that's dog shit. I don't know, dude. Or our brains so powerful that they can trick us into like, if we think we're good, then we can hear ourselves sing and still go like, that's really good. And you know what? You probably think that because you're probably possessed by a demon, stupid. Dude, you're probably possessed if you think that. Stupid. Anyway, um, yeah, that's the updates for today. Uh, and of course, of course, this will be continued. We got more to talk. I didn't even get through the list today. So I got more stuff. Bring that fire next uh, next episode. And I'll see you guys again on uh, Throwback Thursday. How about that? Okay. Have a, have a good morning. Enjoy your coffee. <laughs> and I'll see you guys tomorrow, of course. Adios. Adios.